Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When we have kids, are we going to tell our kids that Santa's real or not real? You're going to wish you would have used this time and used it properly because you're not, you're only going to have so many years in the holidays in your 20s or in your 30s. Yeah. I think we should both be drinking coffee. Eggnog. <gasps> eggnog. I'll be right back. Yeah, he's going to go run and grab that. <laughs> Welcome back to Happy and Healthy, Holly and Hope, Happy and Healthy. A Holly good show. I was trying to figure out like a phrase, like a happy, healthy Holly. Mary, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> Welcome back to my wife's podcast, Happy and Healthy. And uh, this is a jolly good podcast. This is a jolly good show. It's a jolly good show. We got the Christmas tree behind us. I hope mm-hmm. this looks good. Honestly. On camera. I think it looks, I think it looks vibey. I don't know how I feel about it. We'd love to hear what you guys yeah. think in the comments. We, we just, threw this together 10 minutes ago. Yeah. We just wanted to set the scene. So if you're sitting down watching this podcast with your boyfriend or your best friend or you're by yourself, go, go to the kitchen, go grab a hot chocolate, some warm milk or something, something warm <laughs> and uh, get ready because we are going to be, I don't know, talking about our Christmas you know, life and what? Uh, <laughs> what are we talking okay. about? Okay, first of all, it's so funny. You always tell people to go get drinks. I. It's like he's trying to get y'all hydrated. Because this is my this is my thing. I feel like if I do anything, I got to have a warm drink with me. It's true. No matter what, it just makes the experience so much better. If you can, you know, grab your mug and feel the warmness tickle through your fingers. It tickle. just yeah. It sends. You feel like a better human being. It send, listen. It sends a wave through the the body that I feel like just enhances the experience amongst your, 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 uh, you're doing the most, yeah, doing <laughs> you're doing the most over here. Um, well, anyway, we hope you guys watch the YouTube because if you do, you can see our festive I think you background. can see it on Spotify too. That's true. If you're an yeah. Apple listener, well, thank you anyway for listening. But if you want to watch Spotify and YouTube, uh, let us know in the comments. Do you like the background? Because we threw this together and we're like, okay, let's see how it goes. 
And uh, the reason why we need to know if you'd like it, because this is about to be a four-part series. Uh, these next four podcasts are going to be focused around holiday topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll range it from anything. We're going to give personal experiences. We're going to make it fun, mm-hmm. but we want this to be festive and just, uh, yeah. And also to provide some advice, because we know that this month, December, which yeah. it is December 5th, so welcome to December, everybody. A holly jolly Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> we know that this month revolves around a ton of different topics from I was going to say like family drama, like yeah. finances, Gifts. singleness, loneliness, holiday honeys, that holiday baddie you shouldn't be talking mm-hmm. to, you know or what I mean? Should you bring this person to meet your family for Christmas or not? And we'll talk about when yeah. I brought Caleb to my family's Christmas for the first time last year. So we'll be sharing some of our personal experiences. And we sat for a very long time and we were like, what should we name this series? I asked you guys on Instagram. I said, I would give you a shout out if I picked yours. To be honest, guys, I'm so sorry. We didn't pick anybody's. <laughs> yeah. We made our own. Yeah. So this is uh, Christmas at, at the, the Wards. Um, Part one. Yeah. And Part- we're doing four episodes of this. Real quick. Yes. Are we going to tell, are, are we, when we have kids, um, are we going to tell our kids that Santa's real or not real? Wow. You're really getting into I'm this. I'm getting into it. <laughs> uh, well. Because the, the red lipstick's giving me Miss Claw vibes right now. Claw? What am I, White Claw? (laughs) (laughs) Miss Claw's vibes, not Claw vibes. (laughs) That's funny. I'm like, raw. (laughs) Okay, that's actually funny because... And this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Listen, guys, I'm a husband now. I got to stay looking happy and healthy. I got to stay in shape for my wife. That's why we are starting to use HelloFresh. You get pre-portioned ingredients, which is perfect for me because I'm not that great of a cook. And seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the long lines to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. Also, I might add it is romantic, which is why it's America's number one meal kit. It's also tis the season for giving and gathering. With HelloFresh, it can also be the season of saving. Actually save money this month with fresh recipes delivered cheaper than takeout. And with pre-portioned ingredients, you'll never waste money on excess food. Also, spend your time this month shopping for gifts and sipping cocoa. Not stuck in the checkout line. Sign up for HelloFresh and get everything you need whipped up to a fresh, tasty meal delivered right to your door. Choose your recipes, select a delivery date, and relax knowing dinner is on the way. Guys, Janine and I are busy. We just got married. We got back from our honeymoon. We got this thing and that thing. Time is money. I said it before, which is why we are starting to use HelloFresh. It's also affordable, so it just makes sense. Uh, We really care about our health and uh, fitness, and uh, with the pre-apportioned ingredients, everything is measured out. You know exactly what's coming into your food, what's not in your food. Uh, I'm a big uh, guy when it comes to calories. I like to know what's in my food, what's not in my food, and so that's why we are starting to use HelloFresh. It makes it cooking so easy and fast, and we just love it. So go to HelloFresh.com slash happy healthy free and use code happy healthy free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash happy healthy free. Again, with code happy healthy free. Yeah. So thank you, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, We genuinely love you. And uh, now back to the show. One time Caleb and I were on a walk, like, was it like three months ago? We were on a walk and we were like, should we, should we do Santa Claus? Obviously as Christians, there's like such a debate between people, whether like we should do Santa Claus or not. There's a debate about everything. Yeah. Listen, Christians are master debaters. (laughs) 
Golly. They, that sounded weird. No, Christian. Master debaters. That's a little weird. That's a little sus, Caleb. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I've ever said in my life. But you didn't know. But it made sense. It made They're sense. master Y'all, debaters. He, he got red over here. He's literally turning bright red. This is, this. that's insane. That's insane. Anyways, this is a Christian podcast. Though. This is a Christian podcast. No, my point is, is Christians will freaking debate about, I mean, I do it too, but I think it's an important question. My parents did not tell me that Santa was real. At five years old, my bad. Yeah. At five years old, my my uh, my dad came to me and was like, Santa Claus is not real. Um, his thought process behind it was, why would I lie to my kid about Santa Claus? Because then he's going to ask why, you know, were you lying about Jesus too? Because mm. if you think about it, Jesus Christ, you know, dying and, ra- you know, rising from the grave and coming back to life is like a, a wild story to wild, tell. Yeah. And so Santa Claus, you know, for a kid might not be too off, you know, like, I don't know, it might, the two stories, I'm not saying they're the same story, but I'm saying that, you Well, know, that's the two people that are like the heroes and the main characters of Christmas yeah. typically. So that's like the common debate as a Christian is like who gets the glory. Yeah. And that was actually what we were talking about was that we were like, first of all, I know some people don't want, their kids to get Santa Claus because they don't want their kids thinking that some random dude in the sky gave them the gifts versus the parents who have worked hard to bless for the money to bless the children, you know? And I think, okay, Salsa for me, we didn't do, we did not do Santa Claus. That was a huge no, no. My parents definitely were very against it, especially my dad, because my dad basically wanted Christmas to be around Jesus, which I love, but I'm totally, totally about. And so anytime that my friends would be like, oh yes, Santa brought me a gift. I was always like side-eyeing them because I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. But Santa, I'll be honest with you. I don't think we'll do Santa Claus, but it looks fun. It's kind of fun if you, like, I think it's cute when you're like, oh my gosh, leave Santa some cookies and some milk. Like it's something kind of like mystical and fun for your kids to look forward to. But I also see that, the reason why I also think it could be a problematic is that you're telling your kids, oh, in order to get a gift, you have to be good. And if you're not good, it's kind of preaching like a weird message that's that in a work way. Bakes, that's that work-based based theolo- theology. I can't mm-hmm. speak today. I don't know. I don't it, know what we'll do if yet. You're, but if, if you're married and you listen to this podcast and you have kids, drop a comment. Do you do you tell your kids that Santa's real or not? Yeah, let or us know. Or will you tell your kids that Santa's real or not? I think I'm leaning to the decision of not telling our kids. That yeah. Real. I think the only thing that's kind of hard was. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think we'll just, I think we'll just like not say like, we'll obviously let them know like, oh yeah, Santa's a thing. Cause they're going to see it. They're going to be like, who's Santa? Yeah. And obviously you can't watch any Dude. Christmas movie without Santa being in it. I didn't believe Santa was real, but that didn't take away. I still loved Christmas. I still loved the Santa Claus Same. movies, but it was kind of fun being like a five, six year old, knowing something that these dumb kids don't know about. <laughs> knowing the tea. Oh my gosh. I used to walk into school and go on like, you guys are pathetic losers. You no, know? you did not. In kindergarten, I would walk in and just be like, yo, Christmas, you know, I'm gonna go hang out with the parents because I know about the real news. It's Jesus Christ. Amen. (laughs) But I think it's funny because like a lot of people could look at Christians and be like, oh my gosh, you're no fun. You're boring. You're legalistic. You won't let your kids have any fun. And I'm like, no, we're going to have plenty of fun. Like I want to decorate cookies and gingerbread houses. We'll see what we want to do about Santa Claus. But I think I'm leaning more towards nah. And I also think it's pretty heartbreaking for a kid when they get older and they find out he's not real. 
What happens when um, our 16-year-old son wants to bring home a holiday honey for Christmas? 16-year-old? Yeah, we're going to let our kid date and bring him home, bring her home for the holidays? Yeah, sure. Why not? We're going to let our kids date when they're 16 years old? I mean, probably not because those relationships usually end and then they are like all heartbroken and I'm like, you're too young to have your heart broken. Yeah. I also think, especially if the kid can't drive, there's no reason to. But then also I feel like when they do drive, they're up to nothing good. Yeah, that was like my first kiss was like Christmas season. Yeah, we're not letting our kids do <laughs> I used to, um, so I'm just going to be vulnerable and honest here. When I was in high school, um, I was a pretty good kid, but I, I wasn't perfect. Um, I used to, you know, I'll just be honest with you. What'd you do? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I would text girls and ask them if they if I if they want to be my holiday honey. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that sounds like you. I would, so I would I would I think at the time Snapchat was a big deal, so I would like send like a photo and be like, "You want to be my holiday honey?" I can literally picture you now doing that, like pointing at the camera because he always does this. <laughs> I can just picture you being like, "Yo!" and then your hair was all spiked up. No one said yes. Wow, so, that's embarrassing. How yeah. many did you text? I think two or three. Wow, <laughs> no takers, huh? <laughs> no takers. Yikes. No, it's not, it, I didn't realize, Yikes. now looking back, like, girls aren't really, girls aren't really about just a guy Snapchatting them saying, you want to be my holiday, honey? Yes, it's not the most romantic thing in the It's like you world. just went through your friends list and you're like, who can I send this to? And it's like, a girl you haven't talked to in a year. Well, she's like, who's this? One <laughs> of my buddies from high school came out with a rap song on SoundCloud called Holiday Honey. And that became mm. like a thing in our school where people would be like, who's your holiday, honey? And That's so, so funny. That it became like a thing. So where was this leading to? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the intro of the podcast. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. What are we talking it. about today, Janini? Okay, so first we want to just share a little bit of our backgrounds of our Christmases. And also this is our first married Christmas. Yeah. So we have to create our own traditions. Oh, we will. So first of all, let's start I like the camera when I, over. I like when I say a joke and you don't. What do you mean? You don't pick up on it. Wait, what was the joke? I said, you said, we're going to start our own Christmas traditions. And I said, oh, we will. What does that mean? It's whatever you want it to mean. All I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're funny. My family. This is so fun, by the way. You like this episode? Yeah. It's just shooting the shishi. <laughs> <laughs> we're so stupid. So you dumb. know what I feel like is missing from today's episode? Music. No. Well, it could be. I think we should both be drinking coffee. Eggnog. <gasps> eggnog. I'll be right back. Yeah, he's going to go run and grab that. <laughs> That's so true. While he's gone, I'm going to I'm going to talk to the people. Ladies, it's that time of the year where I know if you're single, you're lonely and you're like, "Dang. It'd be really nice to decorate the tree with somebody. It'd be nice to hold hands with somebody by the lights, to get a little mistletoe kiss." I know. Believe me, I know I have spent so many Christmases single and it, it was depressing every dang year. I was the girl that never had somebody on Christmas with my family and my sisters had their long-term boyfriends of six plus years and there I was single as a freaking Christmas Pringle. I know it's depressing, but we're not going to let that bring us down. We are not going to compromise just because we're lonely. We are not just going to bring anybody, Mr. Billy Bob Thornton, to our house just because we want somebody. We'll get to that. But I know how it feels. I really, really do. 
And it's just not worth bringing a rando just because you want to bring somebody home to mom and dad. Mom and dad can wait. Ultimately, you know that mom and dad want you to be happy. And if this random dude that you met off of Hinge is just there to fill a void, I just, I just, ladies, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But if he does make you happy and he's a good godly man, then by all means, bring him. But don't bring him if you are not serious. We'll talk about another episode. Just wanted to, just wanted to chit chat. You know what I mean? I got the eggnog. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Also, question. Oh, it's so. Some people strongly dislike eggnog. Like, I want to just talk to those people for a second. Are you okay? Talk to him. I'm just kidding. No, it should be. I love eggnog. It should be looked into. You know, I think. I think when you read the old, Mm. the New Testament, I think the Bible calls us directly to to being people who, you know, do things we don't want to do. And if you don't (laughs) like eggnog, I, I. I worry, this goes into like a lot of my bold takes. I worry if you don't like eggnog, you're, you're about to say a bold claim I don't claim know if here. I want to say this. Should I say it? Yeah. If you don't like eggnog, you probably have a lot of bitterness and resentment towards just like fun and like good, good, <laughs> like just, just being a good person overall. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like a good correlation. I don't know. I just like it's sweet. It's it's good. It's it's good for your heart. It's good for your soul. And it's uh, definitely a lot of calories. I feel like you've been hurt before. Who? If you don't like eggnog, you've been hurt before. Haven't we all though? Probably. Yeah, we've all been hurt. This is so um. Nice. We love eggnog, but this was a family tradition for my family. Like we would never go a it, single Christmas without drinking this. It reminds me of Christmas vacation. Which that's a, that's another conversation. Well, I don't want to spoil that. Christmas uh, movies. Are you big big Christmas movie girl? Oh yeah, but I'm very picky. I don't like. Don't say it. The cheesy elf animated. I don't know. I'm more like a Home Alone, yeah. Home for the Holidays kind of gal. Like I don't elf? like anything that feels cheesy. Do you like Elf? I like it, but it's overdone. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. That was a low blow. I, I like it, but I'm not. It's not my top five. Yeah. I'm a Home Alone Part One, Part Two. Um, there's so many I love, but I just love Christmas movies. It's, I love Christmas. It's actually, I think, it's something we should we should talk about. Is when Christmas is over, I feel like I get this level of depression. I don't. I don't really struggle with depression, but January first is like a hard day for me. I mean, I think most Americans actually know. I think most people feel that way. Because it's like you're looking forward to this month for so long. You decorate. There's so much holiday cheer. And then January 1st rolls around and then you're like, now what do I do? Do What do I do with my life? I read a study that it said that December, although it's like supposed to be the greatest month, it's also like the highest number. I I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this, but I think it's like the highest level of like suicide and like mental health problems is like sadness is like reportedly like goes up during the christmas time as much as i wish that wasn't true i could see why that is which is why we're going to do this series because we realize that there's a lot of difficult things that happen during the holidays especially maybe you've lost a parent or you recently got broken up with or you moved recently and you don't have anybody like there's so many things surrounding this that's like you see this picture perfect thing on Hallmark Channel and you're like, oh man, I want that. And you have this expectation in your mind. And then sometimes it just doesn't hit. Yeah. I've had so many Christmases where I was highly disappointed. You know, you were my first 
uh, girl uh, girl that was ever in my life that I was with during Christmas. I was Aww. always single during Christmas. And I don't know if this resonates with some people, but Christmas low-key sucked for me most years because it was always just me and Christmas movies by myself. You what know, you, you had your family. And my family, but when you're single and all your family is, to, uh, you know, in relationships or all your friends yeah. are in relationships, they're, you know, you're going with your girlfriend to see Christmas lights or totally. just gets, you get to enjoy all the fun festivities uh, when you're in a relationship, but when you're when you're single, it can be very very difficult. Well, that's why everyone makes that joke, like it's cuffing season. Yeah, because it's cuffing season. Tell all the girls be meeting. <laughs> I need a big boy. This is the time when you're like, man, I gotta cuff someone up because I need to go on that Christmas light carriage ride through Highland Park yeah. and have a holy. Honey there a next to hottie. me in a blankie. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Well, that's another episode. We'll talk about relationships in another one. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to our Christmases. And then the first time that I brought you to my Christmas and vice versa. Okay. Okay. So really, really fast. My family background is we are, because my dad's German, we did Christmas on Christmas Eve. So it was actually really depressing because I would wake up on the 25th and we would literally do nothing. It was kind of sad. Really? Versus the American one, I remember everyone would wake up at like 8 a.m., run down the stairs like you see in the movies. Yeah. They opened the gifts. Everyone's got their matching Christmas PJs. No, mine literally was nothing. Really? Yeah, it was kind of sad. So you woke up on Christmas Day every year and nothing was It was happening? pretty sad. Yeah, we did nothing. Really? What did yeah. you do on Christmas Eve? We every year we did a massive Christmas dinner. We got all the candles. We listened oh, so to the Christmas Messiah. Di- your Christmas didn't start till Christmas evening. Yeah. Okay. Or what we would do is we would do a really big Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. We would all drink eggnog, sparkling cider. We would go around, we'd pray, we'd read the Bible, and we would open up one gift. Then Christmas night, then you could open your gifts, but we would have to wait all the way till Christmas night. What I kind, don't know. What kind of gift is a 16-year-old Janina... Janine and Mopola getting? I didn't get anything really. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get very many gifts. There was some years where we would get a lot, especially with my family being so big. Like there was one year that we were like, we're full sending this and everyone bought everyone a gift. And so you can imagine nine people buying everyone a gift. It was a massive yeah. I, gift pile. I want to make sure that people don't hear what she's saying. And her dad and her fa- her mom is they're the best. Yeah, there's just there was just seven of them. There was a ton. Yeah, and, and finances were tight some years. Yeah, you know, and also being like a ten year old, like how can you afford a gift? You know, sure. Listen, guys, Janine and I have been married for six months, and the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of Thrive Market. Thrive Market, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. We genuinely love you so much because of Thrive Market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website. Uh, Guys, it's just a huge stress relief. And you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding, you know, food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when if you're parents and you have you need to find organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial that we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your order. 
plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy thrive market.com slash healthy. Did you know at mm. the time when you were that age that you, you didn't have much or was, were you just like a kid and you were, you didn't really know anything different or was it hard for you? I think I knew. Plus I think there's two things that were going on. Okay. First of all, not every year it was like that. There were some years where my family was like, okay, we're going all out if the finances were doing well that year. And then some years we were all like, we just can't afford it. Yeah. And I was very aware that there were years where the money was just tight. And then there were some years where like, I think my parents just kind of were like, we want, we want our kids to know that it's not only about the gifts. Yeah. And so there were some years where we all just decided we're just not going to do gifts, which honestly was kind of sad for me because I like wanted that. I really, really wanted that. And then, but it also did train me to remember that, okay, it isn't only about gifts. Mm -hmm. But it's hard when you're a kid, like you want those gifts, For you know, sure. like yeah. you see your, my, I remember my best friend, Cammy would come like run into our house and she'd be like, I got a new bike and a new video game. And she'd be like, what'd you get? And I was like, a sock. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, man, I, I, um, but what's crazy is, is like your family, it, a lot of the families who have the, all the gifts, they, they have all the, the money or, or the you know, experience, they go on the Christmas trip and it, it'd be easy to be like, man, you feel like you're missing out. You feel like, oh, that's not fair. And then you look inside those families and a lot of the times they have the most, you know, problems and they're not as close as what it looks like. Yeah. And um, most of the kids, they get those gifts and then they don't play with them the next, the next day. But it sounds, yeah. it's so awesome that your dad pointed everything still back to Jesus, still back to what What's the reason of why we're doing this? Yeah. And I'm sure him being from Germany and your mom being from Guatemala, there was probably this sense of like, man, you know, we're, it sounds like they were just like really grateful to be in the position that they were in here in America. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I don't know. I just. No, I don't look back and like resent it by any, any means. I definitely think it made me a appreciate Christmas more and b it was something that I think honestly, like I, I, it's so sad. I didn't really look forward to Christmas as a kid because I wanted the traditional American Christmas that I would see in the movies. And we never mm. had that. Like, I'm not even going to lie. My family would get a Christmas tree like two days before Christmas because that's when the price dropped. Yeah. And so we'd be like, okay, those Christmas trees are like 50 bucks. Let's go get them. Wow. And so I think that's why I'm so big on Christmas now is because I'm older and I get to create traditions, traditions for myself. And that's why like, I really want us to create our married mm -hmm. traditions and create traditions for our kids. But I also always want Jesus to be the center that's of it. That's so, so real. Like, it, first of all, thank you. I, a lot of that you're just saying, I'm, I feel like you've told me that before, uh, but it's been a while. So I think I just even forgot. Um, but that's just like really vulnerable. And I think... There would even be, I just think it's awesome that you even shared that because I think there's probably a little bit of yourself that doesn't want to make your family look bad, be, but it's like, yeah. it's the reality of what happened and something that you went through. And, um, and it's I, just, yeah. I was just saying, I wouldn't want my parents to like listen to this and be disappointed and like, oh, she was mad at us or resents us. Like that no. is not what I'm saying. 
you know, at the time too, like I understood that there were times when like money was just tough and like we just couldn't do it. And it was so fun still every year. Like I said, we would create this really cozy, warm environment in our dining room. We would eat quail. We would light the candles. We'd pray together. I looked forward to that every year. I'm like year. jealous of that. Like I loved that yeah. every Christmas Eve. And we listened to the Messiah. We would That's go to so the Messiah. Cool. We look at Christmas lights. Like I love stuff like that. Yeah. But it is fun now when you're older, you get to create your own traditions. Sure. It's hard to expect an American Christmas from non-American people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's hard again when like you're seeing your friends have a certain type of Christmas and you're like, okay, I want that. And then you're like trying to put these unmet, these unspoken expectations on your parents to give you that. And then that's just not even in them. Like yeah. my parents had a German Christmas and a Guatemalan Christmas and those are different. Like, also, what we did instead was like every Christmas we would make tamales with my mom and my grandma would come in town sometimes. And that was like a Christmas tradition that we would do. Or my dad, like those were different traditions that we did. So now it's for me, like trying to find a blend of like all three cultures. And I think that's really, really fun. Like I'm really appreciative of that because I do think that in today's society, it is promoting a ton of materialism and overconsumption. And it's again, what you were saying, like a lot of gifts that these kids get and then they don't end up appreciating all of them because there's so many and they're all super expensive. And it's like, how can we as human beings fully appreciate if we get these like super elaborate gifts all in one day, you know? Yeah. And like, obviously as a kid, I was jealous. Like I wanted that. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, I think it made me appreciative of like smaller things in life, you know? Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing, babe. That's, Thanks for that's, listening. That's real. That's some real stuff. And I can't even imagine as a kid, that comparison game you're playing in your mind. But I would almost say from now, it's like, what what a cool thing. Like, what kids are getting to make tamales with their mom and eat quail on mm-hmm. Christmas? And, you know, it's just different. It's a different experience. But I'm sure now it's like, I wish you, you could go back and, like, put yourself in that place. And I don't think you would trade it. I know, wouldn't. Even no. for a second. No, because it really bonded my family. And, like, I do remember one year specifically. It was, like, literally the best year we decided to go all out for gifts. And that was the year when I was like obsessed with Barbies. And I opened up like three Barbies and I'm like screaming, jumping upside down, like jumping upside down, <laughs> jumping up and down. Yeah. I got a mermaid Barbie. And I remember just being like so excited that year. It was like the best Christmas ever. And like, so no, I don't look back and I'm like mad at my childhood or anything like that. Like those are the things that form you into who you are today. And yeah. so this isn't like a woe is me. It's just like sharing a little bit more of my background. Yeah. My Christmas. Yes. My Christmas was uh, about as hallmark as I feel like it gets. Um, My, I mean, we were a big Thanksgiving family, big Christmas family. I grew up on 73 acres. And so we had a lot of land. I lived in like a farm town, basically 500 people, one gas station. It was very hillbilly like town. (laughs) And, um, And so it was so fun. Like all my cousins, I had like, you know, 15, 20 cousins, all my aunts, uncles, cousins, I I said cousins five times, but everyone would come (laughs) over for, uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, and so there'd be like 40 of us at a house and every single Christmas, all my cousins would get together. We had like a, our front yard was probably like, you know, five acres. Um, and so it was like a flat piece of land. And we put like football pylons and we played football all Christmas. Um, and so that, that, 
that's like when I when I think back to Christmas, I think of football. I think of um, just being with my family and everyone's over, and then we were very traditional. Every year we'd watch Christmas Vacation. We would watch Elf, watch Home Alone. Um, my mom would make popcorn. It was like the good classic family mm-hmm. uh, Americano Christmas. Um, the gifts were pretty dope. My dad, my dad's biggest love language is like gifts. Yeah. Um, so to this day, if my dad made sixty thousand a year, you know he'd want to give fifty nine of it. Like that. That's just who he is. Um, he, my dad, my dad grew up, you know, uh, a little less fortunate. And, and so when he got older, his biggest thing was like, man, I really want to give my kids a childhood and a life that I didn't get. Mm, and, yeah. um, which, you know, probably spoiled us a little too much growing up. I would say a little bit. Um, but it was so cool just being, you know, waking up Christmas morning, we would wake up at 8am. And uh, my mom would be making biscuits and eggs, and uh, so you had the traditional. Yeah, I mean, it Christmas, was about as traditional as it gets. It, it was, uh, it was everything. I looked forward to it every year. Like it was such a mm. freaking blast. I mean, we'd had Christmas music, uh, like banging around the house twenty four seven. But I was a big like, I I, I love sports, so I'd be outside with my dad playing basketball. Um, every single night during Christmas season playing football outside with my cousins. And so the girls would be inside, you know, cooking, chit chatting, chit chatting, um, making the Christmas cookies and all of us guys, all the uncles would be outside playing football. And, um, one year we got snowed out or snowed in. And so the whole family stayed at the house. Like That's all so cool. 40 of us slept in one house. Uh, that was like one of the coolest Christmas memories. And we had, you know, four wheelers and dirt bikes and, uh, my cousins would bring their dirt bikes over cause we had like a bunch of land that we would go through. And so, yeah, I was like a little farm boy, like in a weird way growing up. And we, yeah, just used our, our property as a way to, um, to come together as a, one big family. It's made me appreciate more about like, man, at the end of the day at Christmas is really just about being with your family. And so true. the conversations and not really what you get, but, you know, just being with everybody. I think that's genuinely such a good point because, and thanks for sharing, Bus. Mm-hmm. I never wanted the podcast for us to talk about our past or our anything our parents, and never make our parents look bad. Yeah. Because we have the greatest parents. Yeah, we're really thankful. Like, we're so thankful. And they worked so hard and did so much for us. Yeah. That I'm like, oh gosh, I would never want my parents to be like, well, unappreciative little brat. And yeah, I'm like, same. no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, same. But it is so true. Like ultimately when I do think about, think back on memories, it, it was always like, like those moments where we were gathered together. Like that's what holidays are about is like gathering with your people. And like, even to when we went to Montana for Christmas, like what's so funny, even with my family is now that the kids are older, like we've taken initiative to start creating traditions. Mm. And so it's kind of cool. Cause like my parents are just not really big, like planners in that sense. And so the kids have kind of stepped up where we're like, okay, Hey, we're going to go here for Christmas. Where are we going next week? We're going to Alaska next going week. To Alaska. So because my family is all over the United States, we now meet up in one spot. And so the last couple of years we've traveled, we did Seattle, Montana, Austin, and now we're doing Alaska this year. And so it's been really cool. But ultimately, like we always now plan fun things like ice skating and like the kids are the ones that are leaders of it. My parents are more like we're hanging back, we're relaxing. 
But like my favorite nights are when we're sitting by the fire, we're drinking eggnog, mm-hmm. we're just chit-chatting, we're like getting to know each other better. Like it really is about people and the conversations and encouraging each other and blessing one another and like Jesus being the center of that. And I think my parents really yeah. did a good job of instilling that in us. So w- w- I'm going to take that and say this. So whatever you're going through, whether your Christmas is lonely, whether your Christmas is the best Christmas, whether your Christmas is filled of Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Prada, or your Christmas is filled of just, you know, food and good conversations, you got to find a way somehow, in some way, to look at your Christmas and figure out what can I be grateful for? Mm -hmm. What can I be thankful for in this season? And who can I maybe bless? Or who could I, Mm -hmm. who has, someone always has it worse. Because I guarantee you, um, you know, you could be a person who maybe doesn't have much for Christmas or Thanksgiving or the holiday season. And you might be comparing your life to somebody who's getting Louis Vuitton, getting Prada, you know, living the, the Highland Park lifestyle that you want for Christmas. But you don't, you're not taking a look at what's going on in the scene and in their life. And it's like, be careful comparing yourself or someone else's holiday life to yours, because I guarantee you People are going through a lot more than than what you know. Mm-hmm. And be careful because you might have something so beautiful. You might have the the best family. And I bet you that person might trade their Christmas because their Christmas is full of their dad and being an alcoholic and abusive and this and that. And you have something to be grateful for and your family loves each other. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can find a way to look at your life and maybe just find a way to be grateful for the season that you're in because you you might not have it forever. Well, it's so true. And it, and Christmas goes by so fast and it's like, you don't want to look back on those memories and be like, man, I was such a grump. I was so ungrateful or just w- full of jealousy in comparison. It's so true though. Like with anything in life, like you have to look internally and in turn into what you do have of like, what can I thankful for? Like, I'm thankful I have two friends by my side. I'm thankful that I have still my grandma alive or I'm thankful that like, you just got to find those ways. And then also like give that back because that is what the season really is about is giving and blessing people and sharing the hope and the good news of Jesus and hopefully cheering some people up. And, um, that's what's important. If you have, if you have two friends or you have, or maybe you're married, it it doesn't matter your situation. And, but let's say you're sad. And it's the holiday season. It's, let's get up. Let's get up. Let's make a plan. Get your friends around you. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna bake a pizza tonight. We're gonna make Christmas cookies. We're gonna watch a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like, figure out a way to 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 allow these experiences to come to fruition. Build these memories because ten years yeah. from now, you don't want to look back and like think, oh man, in my twenties, I was just lonely and depressed because I was single. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna wish you would have used the this time and used it properly because you're not you're only going to have so many years um in the holidays in your 20s or in your 30s yeah you know that's so true you know our story we got back together in early november of oh yeah right before the holidays right before the holidays and so i had never met her family yet oh yeah and and so she was like you got to meet with my dad and then you can go to our family christmas um and so i met with her dad um at a uh, breakfast spot here in Dallas and I uh, ended up being really, really good. We hit it off um, and ended up going to your family Christmas in Austin, which was a big deal, which was nuts because big I had a deal for me. I drove out there and you had already been there for a couple of days. Yeah. And guys, you know, we were four months into dating and 
you're still in that new phase where you're still so new. You're still nervous. You know, Janine's like with her family. And this is the first time she'd been with her family and not in Dallas with me. And, you know, she's texting me a little different. She's being a little shorter. I started to get kind of nervous <laughs> like a week. Really? Yeah. Like right before I was coming to Christmas, I thought she Janine was like in her head again mm. about the relationship. And um, I remember saying, I love you over the phone. You were at Christmas with your family. And I, and I told you I loved you. <laughs> and you didn't say it back. You and said that over the phone? I said, I love you. And then and we were already saying I love you at this point. And, I uh, didn't say it back. And you didn't say it back and you hung up. And I called you back. And this is like, this is such a... Middle school? <laughs> no, it it's, you're early on the relationship. And I got mad at myself that I did this. But I called her back and I said, you didn't, t- you didn't say I love you back. Which is such a... Don't do that because you're when you're early on, you, you can spook somebody <laughs> when you do that. But it made me so mad that you didn't say I love yeah. you back. Yeah, I don't even think I like but purposely you were, did you, that. you were in front of your dad or your family. That's oh, why you didn't say it back. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I remember, though, that Christmas because, like, to me, bringing someone home for Christmas is, like, a big deal. Like, I'm not just bringing anybody, a little Frilly Willy, to my Christmas. Frilly Willy. Frilly Willy to my Christmas. Yeah. And um, I saw that as a big deal. And I remember we were, you know, four months dating and I was like, okay, like this is a big step. And I remember telling you, like, I prepared you for all my siblings. I'm like, this is what Adine's going to say. This is what Celestine's going to ask you. This is what my mom's going to ask you. Prepared you as best as I could you because did. our our house is pretty chaotic, especially with now in-laws coming in or six children. Like it's a busy, busy season. It's probably a total of like 20 people. Yeah. In at, like in one, one house. house. So I tried to prepare you as best as possible because I was like, you're about to enter into some chaos. So I show up um, and I'm, man, I'm nervous. I'm a little under the weather. Um, I remember, yeah. I uh, I walk in and I mean, all her family's just like, granted, I've only met her dad. All, all her family's just sitting in the uh, dining room um, area and I walk in and everyone just is like, staring at me and from that point forward to the next three days it was one-on-one conversations with every single person why do you love janine what is it special about janine how are you going to provide for her how are you going to like i mean everyone was amazing but the level of like communication and guys i i'm trying to enjoy my christmas a little bit you know like i want to you had to know i want to have fun and um end up being great but it was just like at I mean, you get tired. I You totally. get burnt out of that. I'm an intro, half introvert, half extrovert, and the introvert side comes out. And after a certain point, I was just like, I remember feeling like, man, I'm depleted. Like, I can't have one more intentional conversation about yeah. why I'm not going to break your heart. You know, there's <laughs> well, only and, so much of that you can say. Well, totally. Tell and me your story. It's just like eventually exhausting when you just constantly have people being like, Okay, so tell me about this and what about this and why do you like her? And you're like, can we just have like a lighthearted conversation anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, again, my family had just seen me, you know, go get my heart broken. And so they're like, okay, is is this guy serious about her? Like, they're just like really trying to make sure. And my family isn't intense. They just like really wanted to know who he was because this was their first time meeting him. And And we had just broken up. And and we had broken up three weeks. When was it? two weeks month prior, prior or yeah. something. And no, so they were a like, month and a half prior. so I think everyone was just kind of like, okay, like what, what's the sitch? Yeah. And of course, when you have that many siblings that are just like protective over you, you're the baby of the family. They you, were just, yeah. you know, the hardest part, the hardest part, cause my family is like, okay, food's at 12. It's at 12. Oh, this is at yeah. this, her. And my bet, my family goes to bed at nine or 10 PM. Not my 11. family. <laughs> so the heart and they wait 
And then we, um, your family also goes to bed late and they wake up early. Well, because there's kids in the family, but yeah. That's what was hardest for me was, it was a lot of waiting around. So I was fine. I was finding myself, you know, dinner was served at like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. Yep. And I'm like (laughs) starving and I'm like, when is, when is, golly, this is, this is different. And then, um. I remember one night we were up till, we literally were up till 3.45 in the morning. We were? Talking about Jesus, talking about life. Oh, yeah. And, um, which was great, which was so fun. Uh, but I'm already, you know, doing the math. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get two and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm also sick. Like internally, no one knew that whole weekend was, I was chugging NyQuil every night. Like I was, I was struggling. And Anthony was sick too, I remember. Yeah. And, um, and so it just was like, wow, this is different, but this is awesome. My family is so non-traditional. And that's why I think like I've tried to create routines into like our life and like order because it's so true. Like literally y'all, we would not eat dinner sometimes till 11 p.m. If you have a Latina family, you know, this is how it goes. It's like, you're, it's like you're falling asleep as you're sticking chicken in your mouth because you're so tired. Yeah. I remember like we would be eating dinner and I'd literally be like bobbing my head, like about to yeah. sleep. After dinner, one of the nights, it, cause it was one of the kids' birthdays. Um, it was, was like Matthew's 1130 Anthony. Yeah. and your sister was like, okay, we're going to do a birthday celebration now for Matthew or whatever. And I remember thinking, oh no. <laughs> I am I'm ready to put my AirPods in and go to sleep yeah. and listen to a podcast and go to bed. And um, we did these like minute to win it games. That was so fun though. It was fun, but it it was it was it was late and yeah, I was true. sick. And I remember I sat down in the corner and wasn't participating much and you got mad at me. Cuz I was like, okay, this is also the problem when you're bringing someone home for the holidays and it's like the first time they're meeting your person. It's like you want them to have the best impression of your partner. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like participate. Like my sister spent hours working on these games and that's why we did them. It was the last night and my sisters had ordered all this stuff, spent hours setting it up. And even though it was so late, we were like, we are playing these dang games. And so when you sat down, I'm like, make sure you play the game. Cause like, I don't want my sisters thinking you like didn't like them or something. And I'm a competitive person. I just, I don't do well in like, manufactured settings oh yeah he fun. hates fake so, fun yeah i struggle with i like three things i like football i like basketball and i like pickleball mm-hmm. those are like three sports that i love i don't really like okay let's pull these tissue boxes out and who is the last person to pull the tissue box loses those type of games i don't i just really don't like it feels like it feels it feels manufactured it feels like i'm on a cruise and we're trying to, you know, yeah. you know, time is, you know, we got to waste time a little Which bit. Which is actually funny because on our honeymoon, they do games every day and it would be like multiple games. And every time they'd be like, who wants to play? My arm would just shoot up. I'm like, me. <laughs> I'm like a five-year-old at heart. And Caleb's like, oh, these manufactured fun games. And it'd be like these little quiz games. And I would just be like on the edge of the pool, like trying to chime in any second I could. And you were just not having it. That's that it's I've been like that since I was five. Which is crazy. Like I remember at PE class growing up. I I just and I was the most competitive kid. I'd be like, this game is dumb. Who who created this game? But the thing is our competitiveness is in different ways. Like you're more competitive in like actual sports. I get competitive at like 
board games and Super like Smash Super Bros. Smash Bros. Like, because yeah. that's what I played growing up. I yeah. didn't play like actual sports. Yeah. How did I do? So th- th- I think this is the f- one of the parts of the podcast we're talking about. You know, bringing the 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 boyfriend or girlfriend to the to um, it's a the house to your like, family. Yeah. How did I do? That's the first question. How did I do? And what advice do you have to people who are bringing their significant other to the ho- home for the holidays? Okay, one you crushed it because it's so funny. Like even at our rehearsal dinner, that was the day that or the weekend that my family remembered the most. Because you came in, and even though I know it was exhausting, because you went and talked to every family member, there's a lot of them, so he went and talked to every family member, and then also on top of that, you brought everybody a Christmas gift, and no one was really doing gifts that year, and so- Your dad told me not to bring gifts, too. Yeah, my dad specifically was like, we're not doing gifts. He went anyway behind my daddy's back and got everyone gifts, and my family, like, oh my gosh, thriving. They were so excited. Do you remember what I got your dad? Um, a wallet. Oh yeah. A book. No, No. well, I got him a book, but I also got, I bought her dad uh, a knife and I ingrained his, uh, engraved, engraved, (laughs) engraved his, uh, his name and birthday on it. Yeah. That was so cool. And I think those are the moments that like, you know, you could be lacking intentionality, but you went anyway. And people really appreciated that. Like I remember them being like, wow, you did not have to do that. And you did it anyway. I remember feeling embarrassed. Like, oh, this feels weird. Like, but I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think they really liked that. And I also think why people liked you and you've always been this way. You weren't trying to like prove yourself like you just went in there i was myself you were yourself you weren't going to try to fake it you weren't going to try to just tell them what they wanted to hear like i think I, you were yourself i, I got okay. involved in your family drama a little bit too oh that's true and i got involved in your family drama recently yeah. like yeah I, that was actually funny so he came to the christmas and like my family's also not one to pretend like everything's like we're not like this like perfect picture white picket fence kind of family we got into some discussions and Caleb was there and he started even like started saying things. And I was like, whoa, buddy, you've been here for a day. But he went and he showed his confidence and yeah. everyone was like, who does this guy think he <laughs> is? But I actually think they kind of liked it. I, I went in, and maybe you're the significant other that's like going to the, or maybe you're married and you know, you haven't spent a lot of Christmases with uh, the other side of the family. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing. Just be yourself um, and enjoy it. Ask questions yeah, uh, I was going to give some get, advice. Yeah, yeah, get to know people, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's so important. That's what you did is because you asked me, like, what would my advice be? But, A, I would make sure, like, show up and be very respectful. Like, yep. bring the mom a gift. Write her, like, a thank you letter for hosting or cooking. Offer to help cooking. Offer to help clean. And honestly, just, like, do things without even people asking you. Like, don't be the person that just shows up and they kick their feet up. And then, like, the mom's having to clean your dishes after you. And she's having to ask you, like, hey, can you help? Like, take initiative. Like, how can I help you? Can I help cook? Can I help clean? Sit down with the parents. Because I think it matters so much to the mom and dad to be like, tell me your story. Or here's why I love your daughter or your son. And just showing that you care and being intentional matters so, so much. Like, don't just like show up and be passive and take the back seat and just wait for them to pursue you. Mm-hmm. Like the parents are looking for you to step up and say, okay, this is why I love your daughter. This is who I am, you know? I got one big one. Ooh, let's Do see. the dishes. Whether you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a wife or husband, when the food is over, go help. Go take the trash out. People see that. Yeah. Um, that's a huge one. 
I also think another big one, and we could talk about this a little bit, is political differences. Like, if you know your significant other's family is Democrat, you know, or you you know they're Republican, and and they are they are die hard, die hard. Don't go into these situations and try to ruffle feathers. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do, especially if you see your 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 father in law or mother in law start talking about an issue they care about, and you don't have the equity to. Or the knowledge, maybe to speak on. Or the, the topic. knowledge, um, just pick your battles. Like, mm-hmm. and it's okay to to not not everything has to be this. Like, there's nothing worse when you're talking about something and you look over and this other person you know doesn't agree with you, and they're making faces or they're rolling their eyes or you know everyone can feel that elephant in the room. Yeah. So just try to like just be respectful of the mother-in-law and the father-in-law of their beliefs, whether it be this way or that way. And uh, just, yeah, don't try to ruffle feathers. It's just not the place because you will ruin it for everybody else. Plus, I also think like, you know, especially if you're new, like you just don't have what you said, the word equity. Like you don't have the equity to go in there and try to be like, well, this is what I think. And no, according to this statistic. And it's like, okay, chill out. Okay, Sarah. (laughs) Sarah, you. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a good point. And also, yeah. Know your audience, you know. Yeah, and I just think, like, read the room and the timing of your relationship or the temperature of the room. Like, where are you? Like, do you feel like this is appropriate to speak about whatever you're speaking about? And just be, like, really respectful. But also don't be fake. Like, be yourself. I think ultimately people want to just know who who are you. I I think that's so true. And um, I feel like we're covering a lot. I feel, I hope, I hope we are speaking. I think that's the thing we want to do with this podcast. We want to speak... We don't want to come in here and just like focus on one topic. We want to talk a lot about our lives and then being able to, to, you know what I mean? Totally. I also (laughs) don't know what that meant. That meant literally nothing at all. (laughs) Sometimes you'd be doing that. Yeah. Help me out, dude. Honestly, I'll be starting to to be honest. I I literally was, I don't even, I was think I was in a different planet. A second ago, like you were talking and my eyes were glazed over because I was thinking about something completely unrelated. (laughs) What were you thinking about? I was thinking about for some reason when I was at your family's Christmas for the first time. Yeah. So it was funny when I first met his family, I was expecting like I had my boxing gloves on. Like I was like, I'm ready to defend myself. They didn't ask me like anything pressing. They were not like, so who are you and why do you love our son? Besides when we went to your dad's dinner your dad or your sister has said something like, yeah. like, um, why do why are you dating my brother? Like, Oh, does it bother you that he's four years younger than you? And I was like, Whoa, I just met you. Tay-tay. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. It was, it was good. But that was like the hardest question I got the entire my, weekend. My family didn't ask her much questions about my family. Doesn't want to be that family who brings the shotgun in and is trying to, they want, yeah. they want to organically pursue a relationship with you and not try to scare you off in the beginning. And I think you were, you, so Janine was the first girl I had ever brought home for a holiday. Crazy. And, and so they knew that must have been a real deal. And they also didn't want to screw it up. And I think they were also nervous to meet you. Yeah. Um, and so I think that there was that. And now it's so cool. Like you're so tight with a lot of them now. Yeah. And I'm like genuinely looking forward to like both of our Christmases because they're coming up. And it's so cool, like, being a part of the family. And your family, though, is way bigger on gifts than mine. Yeah. Because I think what was so crazy for me, and I didn't almost feel like I deserved this yet, I was so new in the relationship, and I came to his parents' house, or his mom's house, and then his dad's, but they had both gotten me, like, the best presents. Almost like, too many gifts, Like, you know? your family 
is so generous. Like I was like, whoa, I did yeah. not expect this. Like, was it Burberry? Burberry perfume. His his dad got me Apple AirPods. I was like, I don't even know you, Curtis. <laughs> like, Curtis. And I told him not to get your AirPods. I was like, Janine already has enough airpods it was so sweet of him airpods which was hilarious yeah it was really really nice but again that's the difference is like my family's not like super super big on gifts and your family like you guys love it yeah we do and so it's kind of it's but it's really cool blending the two like to see how maybe my culture will blend in with your family culture love that we talked about this what's some like holiday tea i hate most christmas music i know what and I also do not like, I do not like Mariah Carey. I don't like the all Mar- I want for Christmas What'd is you. What'd you say, Mariah? Mariah Carey. Mariah. Cannot stand that song. And I think, yeah, I'm sorry. That was my hot take. When I hear that song, I literally want to throw my phone across the room. Christmas is I can't. Yeah, that is, that's not my It's favorite. a rough song. It reminds me of Nick Cannon every time. Well, it's just that like, I've heard that song 30,000 times. Yeah. It's like right, right when you walk into Macy's, it's playing. Uh, yeah. Every time. Yeah. So that's, sh- one, that's one of my holiday hot takes. I also think that some people just be doing too much. Too much? Too much decor. Too much. It's <laughs> Babe, just, look behind us. I, I know. But like sometimes I'm like, like people start decorating like October 1st. And I'm like, slow yeah, down. You got too much bit. pep in your step right now. Is there anything that you think is like super super cheesy that you're just not about for christmas yeah oh yeah gifts um i think everyone should open up a gift on christmas eve i think okay there's my hot take i think christmas eve is better than christmas why is that i just like the vibes of christmas eve better it's like you're getting christmas because everyone usually gets off work on christmas eve anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like not christmas yet like i don't I really don't like Christmas movies on Christmas because I feel like once Christmas is there, it's kind of over. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like Christmas Eve because it was like those Christmas services with all the candles. Yeah. I love that. Dude, those are fun. Yeah. You know what songs I don't like? What? Like, I don't really like the whole songs about Santa Claus. Like, I don't really want... Santa Claus coming Yeah, see, I don't really like that song. I don't really like a... I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Like, I more prefer, like... What? Do you know what I yeah. know? Yeah. Do you know what I know? A little, 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 little <laughs> lamb. <laughs> Do um, you see what I see? That sounded kind of good. That's more your octave, babe. Uh, what's the uh, the drummer boy? Or, uh, the, the train one? Justin Bieber? No. What's the train one? I don't know. No, it's drummer boy. Do you like... How, cr- does, how does drummer boy start? I don't know. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Come on, you the, know, you know what drummer... All the little lads... I have no, no idea. Drummer boy, I'm trying to remember how it Do starts. Do you see what... Do you see what I see? <laughs> Stop, now we're Do just annoying them. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, okay, this is my hot take. And this is just because, again, I think it's probably how my dad raised me. We didn't watch, like, like Disney Christmas stuff very much. Now, I've gotten older. I like some of these Dude, things. give me them all. But if Mickey, it, Once Upon a Time see, Christmas. hated it. I couldn't do it. He put it on the other day, and I was like, what are we, five? I, I can't watch this. 
I like more like like, scr- you, like you, wholesome hang on. Christmas. You don't like Christmas as much as I thought you did. No, I do. I just don't like what's cheesy. I can't. So how you don't like forced fun? I don't like forced cheesy. Christmas Who said it was stuff. forced? I'm saying forced fun. But who said it was forced? What's forced? You're saying you're you're already depicting. No, Nikki, no, no. I said Christmas. you don't like forced fun. I said I don't like cheesy Christmas. Okay, your Hallmark movies aren't cheesy. Like some of those, like Lifetime Christmas movies, make me want to rip my hair out because they're just no, so bad. Except for our friend Natasha's, that's fire. Oh no, we support Natasha day and night. That her hers hers was actually good. Did we watch it? Yeah. When did you watch it? Last week. Without me? No, we watched it together. Cut that part out, Alejandra. Disrespectful. Alejandra, cut the part out where she says she doesn't like cheesy uh, no, I Christmas don't. movies. No, I'm allowed to say that. Okay, you are? I don't like cheesy stuff. Okay. That's my holiday hot take. I don't like anything that feels too cheesy. It has to feel real and wholesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I think everything is back to like, what did you grow up with? It's You're, true. I feel like Christmas, as you become an adult, is just chasing, chasing nostalgia. Yeah, chasing nostalgia. <laughs> the way he looked at me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Christmas, as you become an adult, is just chasing nostalgia. Yeah. Because you're trying to relive it as a kid, and if you didn't grow up with a certain thing, of course you're not going to like it that much. Um, okay. What about some things that we love, like favorites? In I Christmas? mean, we freak. I love. Waking up at 8 a.m. and seeing the Christmas, you know, tree and you grab your coffee mm-hmm. and you sit underneath. And, you know, I love it's 8 p.m. It's cold outside. The mm-hmm. wind chills kind of hurting you. Your feet are, are tingling You're because they're so up. cold. And you get in the car and you uh, you turn the radio and it's, do you know what I know? <laughs> A little, little lamb. <laughs> I don't think that's what he says, but we'll take it. I love Christmas you know, pajamas. I love Justin Bieber's Wait, what album. do you think about families that all wear matching christmas pajamas bring it on bro it depends like i think i used to think that was really weird but now i like i think i'm I'm kind of about it it, dude i love christmas pajamas christmas cookies eggnog i love wrapping presents i hate i think christmas shopping is fun if the lines aren't too long we're also doing vlogmas by the way oh yeah so go check out my youtube channel janina mapola i'm also posting a bible challenge so for the month of december we're reading through the book of luke a chapter a day so go follow my Instagram because we're we're reading that in there. I gotta figure maybe for this last fifteen minutes we just sing Christmas carols. No, I don't know about that. It's like elf. Um So some things that we're doing for Christmas is like I said, we're going to Christmas we're, like I said, we're going to New York and Alaska and there we'll go skiing and snowboarding. Caleb has been skiing once. And he has a bad, a bad knee, so we're very curious to see how that's gonna go. I snowboard now, but I freaking tore something last time I went. So I'm a little nervous, but I love everything. I love ice skating. I love bundling up. I love the snow. I love making snowmen. My, my husband is I'm not, s- not I'm, present. I'm trying to find the drummer boy. Yeah, I'm on the beat because the beat goes down and I'm on the side for the playing for the sun, playing for the king, playing for the title. I'm surprised you didn't hear this in the Bible. I'm so bad. Michael, Michael, stupid, stupid, love like Cupid. I'm a drummer boy. So do, do. Little baby. Okay, we're done singing on the podcast. Okay, okay. we're done. I got singing it out of my system. I got it out of my system. Uh, what else are we doing? We're going to Texas OU this, not Texas OU, oh, Texas yeah. OSU this weekend. Going to Oklahoma, the Big Twelve Championship. Who do we think's going to win? Because okay. like this is going up after the episode. I think Oklahoma State's going to win. Should we make a bet? Yeah, let's make a bet. 
What's the bet? You have to know what I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> the bet is... The bet is you have to do all the laundry. <laughs> he hates, I, he before, hates doing the laundry. Before we went to bed last night, because we married and we go to bed together. Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I asked her, I was like, babe, I will do the dishes the rest of my life if I never have to do laundry. I Honestly? Hate I hate it so much. I will take that deal because I hate doing the dishes. Bet. Bet. Yeah. You just saw a live truce in front of your eyes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm completely down. I don't if you'll okay, I don't like emptying the dishwasher, but if you would help with that a little bit, I'll like do them. Um so you really is that true? Like No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely yeah. not. No shot. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, to wrap this up, the last ten minutes, um, how's marriage been? How's um how are you? How's your heart? Hmm. You wanna tell them how you're doing? I think I'm doing really good. I'm doing really well. I'm bi- have been a little stressed. It's I will been, say we've been busy. We've been busy. Busy. But I will say, I as much as I loved our wedding, not planning a wedding anymore is a huge, huge stressor off my back. And I'm kind of glad I don't have to do that anymore because yeah. that was a lot. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that that wedding planning season is over. It's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think I'm doing very well. I'm just a little overwhelmed with the amount of stuff we have going on. We we got married in the perfect time though. Like mm-hmm. the holiday season, it was so fun coming back from our honeymoon. You know, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was yeah. right there. Christmas is right here. Um, I just I was built to be a husband in a lot of ways. You were, man. Just was, man. He's so he's such a good husband too. How? You are very servant-hearted and you're very helpful and you just like I don't know. Like, okay, well, we talked about this on my Instagram when, like, I was showing how you made the bed versus how I make the bed. And I literally told you one time, I was like, okay, babe, this is how the pillows go. And, like, I'll come back to my workouts and he makes the bed every day now and the bed looks good. Mm-hmm. Only a couple times I have to go back and fix it. But I just don't tell you. <laughs> it's the effort that counts. It's such a good job, though. Oh. But he's been so good at that. You, and- you know, I'm way more, and I knew, marriage should do this, I'm way more attracted to you. Really? Yeah. I heard that that happens. Yeah. Like, I love you a lot more now. Oh, I love you. In what ways do you do you want to grow together? So we talked about this yesterday, actually. And we realized that I am more the reader of the Bible and he's more the, like, worshiper. And we want to find a better blend of him encouraging me to, like, sit in God's presence more and slow down and, like, worship versus and then i want to encourage you to like read more i think it'd be more diligent in that because those are we both like we've known that but yeah. when we were dating yeah that those were our strengths yeah for and sure. he said to me the other day he's like hey we're married now like i want us to like have more worship in our home and to me i'm like okay you're the leader like let's let's do it bub lead that and i will follow mm-hmm. and i was really glad you brought that up yeah no it takes it takes two to tango in a lot of ways but as a man sometimes you just gotta you see a need and you gotta fill it you know and mm-hmm. you got to you know, you got to do it. What are you most looking forward to in this next month? I am so excited. So we're we're going to New York for our first Christmas together. Um, Let us know if you guys live there. Yeah, if you live in New York City, maybe we can do like a meetup or something. A little mini meet and greet. Um, I'm so excited for New York City. I used to live there when I was uh, 19 years old. And so going back um, to that same area with you being able to show you around, but also just to have our first Christmas just together alone, just you and I, I'm starting to realize like marriage is like, it's really just you and you and me. Yeah. And we're building our family together. And, um, 
making memories. Like all we're doing right now is creating memories for our future selves. And so for, we'll be 40 years old and we'll be talking about this time when yeah. we're 40. Like you think about, and this is, I think, I think this is a quote you could write down. You know, sometimes you got to, you got to know that you're in the good old days. Like right now you're in the good old days. It's true. And you know, you don't want to, you don't want to kick yourself 20 years down the road and think, man, I wish I would have known I was in the good old days when I was. Well, what's so crazy is you'll never be this young ever yeah. again. Yeah. Like I'll never be 29 in how many days ever again. For sure. And so it's like, oh man, what do I, what can I do to appreciate this day or make the best of it? And like, of course, no one does this perfectly. Like some people are like every day I'm so grateful. And I, mm -hmm. you know, I pay attention to all these things and it's hard. Like you're in your grind, you're working, you're working out, you're just checking everything off the list. It's so easy to let time just fly by. For sure. But considering we're in a new month, like December for us, we're filming this Thursday. December 1st starts, I think, in tomorrow. Is that right? Or, yeah, tomorrow, I think. No way. That's crazy. So it's like, okay, what can you do every day for your future self and for yourself to look back on on this present moment to be like, I'm so proud of yeah. me. I'm so thankful that current, present Janine did that for future Janine or for Janine and Caleb, you know? Yeah, I... And advice I would give is you still have 30 days the rest of the month. Like, let's finish strong. I mm -hmm. uh, don't, you know, you've been working so hard, whether that be your gym goals and your fitness goals or your faith goals or this Finances. or that. Don't let these next 30 days ruin all your hard work that you, you built in 2023. You can lose all your progress in one month that you built for 11 months. It's so much quicker to lose progress. So true. Whether it's with faith, family, health, whatever, finish strong. Like, put... Put whatever you need to put down that's causing you to struggle. And um, yeah, like really lean into to like, yeah, we can go to the Christmas tree. You can go to Christmas music you can go to movies and food and whatever mm -hmm. to distract yourself as a little bit of a uh, suppressant, depressant. Yeah. And no, I think suppressant. Yeah. yeah, like a suppressant. But man, let's uh, let's finish this year strong. Get back to let's get back to Jesus. You know, let's get back yeah. to being in prayer, being, um, taking our health seriously and, and a lot, you know, living happy and healthy. Amen. That's such a good point. And we, we do want to do an episode kind of revolving around like how to finish the, the year strong and prepare yeah. for the next and fitness goals. And like, obviously there's a lot of food around this time where a lot of body image problems can kind of come up for some people and insecurity. So we want to do an episode on that, but it really is so important. If you look at this month and you're like, okay, this is a month that is meant to be in remembrance of Jesus and who he was. How can we be intentional to slow down and really soak up what the meaning of Christmas is? Like it's so much more than presents in the Christmas tree. Like these are all such fun, amazing things and we love them too. Like, you know, we do all of them, but remembering like, that's why I encourage you guys to do the Bible challenge to really remember who Jesus is and what this month is about. And so we pray that you guys will slow down and be intentional and like really Really prepare your mind for entering into a new year. Like, who do you want to be next year? What qualities do you want to gain more that look more like Jesus in 2024? How can you start preparing for those now? And so I think that's a good thing to just yeah. remember. And enjoy it, man. You only get so many Christmases. Enjoy it. Enjoy the festivities. Like, this is such an amazing season. Like, enjoy it. Yeah. Just, and yeah. what's that verse? It's like, this is the day that the Lord has made. Be glad and rejoice in it. Yeah. Like, I think just really this whole season is about joy and rejoicing. It's like, how can we spread that joy, yeah. rejoice? And like, we should create a challenge and like, we should do this ourselves, like a finding a way to really give back. Like, 
I remember seeing on Instagram today, um, this girl that I know, she is struggling with cancer. And I, I wanted to like, almost like send her a package. I don't know her very well, but I was like, man, like I know there's people out there that have tougher situations. So like, how can we be the joy? How can we spread that joy? And so be intentional and try to find a way. And we'll be praying about who that is for us to yeah. just really bless somebody back in this season. Te- I mean, text, text your spouse right now, or your boyfriend, your best friend, or your parents mom, or your dad. And just be grateful for whoever's in your life that loves you. Um, you know, there's somebody. There's somebody in your life who cares about you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, find that and do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to close out. And we hope you guys enjoyed this first episode in our Christmas, Christmas, with the, Christmas at the Words. Christmas at the Words. Um, the next three, we'll probably be more talking about a specific topic. Uh, yeah, but this that just was a little introduction. Intro. We got our Vlogmas. Uh, it is started by now. Yeah, go check uh, it out. Go check it out. And uh, it's yeah. it's tough, y'all, to upload daily. So give us some support because it's tough. Yeah. Uh, but we love it. And we're it's documenting. We ever, it's really all we ever wanted. All you know? we ever wanted. So a lot of people have been asking, what does all we ever wanted mean? And Literally, so you OG people know what that means. It's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. What so, episode do they have to go back was, to? I think it was the first episode. I think it was like when I was like, this no, is... No, it was our first episode. No, I think it was our engagement episode. I think it came out of that episode. Yeah. Because you were, you were a little more comfortable that episode. I think, I think you're probably right. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this holiday episode with us. And this Christmas episode. My holiday honey. You're my holiday hottie. My holiday And this honey. is my number one hot take. Keep Christ in Christmas. Come on. Can I get an amen? Come on, man. Thank you. And, you know, I know Janine is a little bit of a Scrooge. She doesn't like what? Christmas movies. and That's not true. <laughs> I do. Classic, you know, Mickey Mouse Christmas. and I'm not a big Mickey Mouse girl. Just know that I, I on behalf of my wife, I just want to look into the camera and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that her words have uh, a deep meaning and a deep effect on people like me and you stop who, uh, who love christmas movies that are cheesy and for every one of those you know maybe you're a person out there who's made a hallmark movie and you've acted in one you're talking to natasha <laughs> <laughs> we apologize to you because i love them and i think they are Look. important to society and um you know it, it's it's something that we should look deeper into our marriage and think about, you know, a lot of the things that we're, we're, we're dealing with. And okay, stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. Okay, I, just to clarify, I do like Christmas movies and music. I just don't like some of it. I'm allowed to. Okay, red lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go eat some chili and drink some eggnog. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Happy and Healthy. We'll be back again next Tuesday for another episode. But until of then. Another episode of Christmas at the Wards. It's all we really ever wanted. wanted. Stay uh, happy and healthy. And blessed. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Cheers. <laughs>